We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good, you know, Nikola type stuff. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on the NBA with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want, even while you're eating. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, that is DNVR, and bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Uh football, Super Bowl ended, but the sex just begins because we've got free agency, we've got the draft, and today I've got Will Keys and Tim Jenkins here to talk about the differences between Carson Strong and Malik Willis as prospects for possible draft picks for the Broncos. So we'll get get into that today. Also, we'll get an update on the conclusion of the Patreon Pick'em League. Uh, I know Will and I did not finish in first place. In Mm. fact, we did pretty bad. So we'll take a look at that later. Uh, Don't forget today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use code DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings or get the hell out of here. Today, Tim, we've... Been waiting for you to study Carson Strong, Will and I. You know, I'm a Carson Strong fanboy, but only because Will Keys is a Carson Strong fanboy. Will mm-hmm. watched all of Carson Strong's games. I watched one of them and made very, very drastic conclusions based on one game. <laughs> Just so happened to be the best game. Yep, the best the game to watch <laughs> where he did everything correctly. And so uh, you've studied Strong, you studied Willis, I'm curious about both of those guys because if Denver doesn't go out and get a free agent juggernaut at quarterback, I'm cool if they take, if they draft either guy, because I think there's a lot of upside to both. So we just wanted to dive into it today. Will, do you have a, like a solid question to start this off or should I just keep rambling until I stumble into a, a great oh, way to get the solid going? question? No, definitely not. Um, mm, damn. My best question. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would ask him. So what do you think as far as the decision to hire Hackett, does that inform kind of the skill set they're looking at at quarterback in terms of the draft? 
I mean, I think you you can look at Hackett two ways, which is one, hey, they're going to come in and it's going to be a replica of what they did in Green Bay, right? Or you could look at him as like he was a part of that conversation with Rodgers and LaFleur, so he understands the importance of, hey, you know, we had a system, but we have a guy who can execute something different, so we're going to start to tailor it towards him. So to me, it's kind of like I, I personally believe if they take Malik Willis – the offense would look drastically different than if they get, you know, Aaron Rodgers to come here or if they get a different veteran to come here or if they take Carson Strong. Like, I think he's that kind of coach, which to me so is not like an the idiot. best kind of coach. Yeah, not an right? Idiot. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think this whole idea that, like, there are a ton of coaches in the NFL that are my way or the highway, I don't think that's true anymore. I think we had one in Denver for a while, right? But I don't think that that means that, like, that's Pat Shermer? You're talking about Pat so, Shermer? You know, I you know my love for Pat Shermer. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Shermer fan. Huge Shermer fans. No, we all podcast. are. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just think like I think he's gonna adjust to to either of them. So I don't think it necessarily kind of informs you of, hey, here's the kind of prospect they're gonna look for. I personally, after watching them, feel like they're not in the same ballpark. Like I and I'm not trying to be hard on Malik but dude I just think strong is like strong I too watch all the ESPN stuff and like listen to everybody where they're like hey this draft class sucks dude Carson strong some of the throws he makes like you would have to seriously consider his arm talent against guys last year like Trey Lance included so to me it's like I don't really see Malik Willis in that ballpark. Now, the one thing that I'll say about Malik is the games that I watched on him, he wasn't playing like similar caliber teams, right? It was like Ole Miss. And so like, it's a tougher opponent compared to who he has, but like you can still see if a guy's driving a comeback. Right. So I don't think that's like that challenging to see regardless of who they're playing. Yeah, I, that's a really good point that you bring up. Like, the ESPN consensus, the Twitter consensus that this is just a really bad draft class. And people, like the thing that gets thrown out is like they're going to compare it to the 2013 draft class, which I think is totally unfair. And that, you know, if people don't remember that one, that's the EJ Manuel, Geno Smith class. Um, very, very bad, obviously. Tim Jenkins. Tim Jenkins, feel free to throw him in there. <laughs> oh, E2013, really? Yeah, uh, part of that horrendous draft class. You know, a lot of people think I deserve oh, to be in the seven. But I a lot of people are like, this is why that draft class was so bad, was because this asshole was in it. Yeah. So I've I added to that. Times. All right, well, I rescind my point. Um, the 2015 draft class was the worst draft class of all time. Uh, Jameis and Mariota. No, but like, I think what I'm getting at is um, – it's not a bad draft class, I don't think, but there's not like a top dog. There's not a natural hierarchy there. And I think that confuses and scares people. What do you think about that? I mean, I think like, you know, if you were to say, hey, the natural hierarchy was that we don't have a Trevor Lawrence. Sure, but like, let's not sit and let's not sit around and act like the only issue Trevor Lawrence had this year was Urban Meyer. Like there were mm-hmm. plenty of plays that you turned on and you're like, what is he doing? <laughs> so to me, it's like, yeah, we don't have the Trevor Lawrence, but like, again, Trevor Lawrence, like he's a good, he did a good job, but he wasn't like transcendent. Like everybody acted like he was going to go to Jacksonville and the franchise was fixed. It's not right. It's still pro football where so many things have to go right for you to be a good quarterback. And like, listen, we were all like, we were all trash. Not we all, I was trashing Davis Mills. Turns out he's pretty decent. So it's like all these yeah. guys film Malik Willis and Carson Strong's film is already a hundred times better than Davis Mills. And if Davis <laughs> Mills is an adequate starter, like yeah, for the I don't know what everyone's getting at. I just think like we, yes, we don't have the Trevor Lawrence that everyone is anointed from day one, but like I, I, that doesn't mean to me that this draft class sucks. I like that there's actual debate around these guys. Cause last year, if you didn't have Trevor Lawrence as the savior of football, you sucked at evaluating. This year, it's like at least everyone will do some due diligence before they just yeah. go, oh, this guy's the best. So it's like, if anything, 
people at least are doing their jobs this year versus normally where you just get on and like <laughs> yeah. say yeah. Hey, the kid went to Clemson. He's a superstar. But yeah, I just think like this draft class, there are going to be quality NFL starters that come out of this draft class to think that we have a, a whole draft class of backups. I just think is like, I just don't think that's being very honest. And so you did uh, the Carson Strong video, the Willis video. Where can people find those videos, Tim? Oh, love it. He, teeing me up for a plug. All Things QB YouTube channel. You know, Boom. a big YouTube guy. I yeah. watch all your stuff. I try to work in some comedy because of, I've been watching your stuff. But a lot of people are like, hey, man, would you mind like not doing that and just talk about this? <laughs> <You're trash. laughs> I'm here for serious business. Uh, one word of advice is just don't listen to them. <laughs> just don't listen. Yeah, Do everyone's whatever you like, like. Everyone's like, don't read the comments. But I'm like, I got to kind of comment back for the old well, you algorithm. Have to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, you can research how the YouTube algorithm works. And it's like, <laughs> it changes. As soon well, as you figure it out, it'll change. There's a million people on YouTube who just break down film, right? There are a lot of them. Yeah, but there. there I mean, obviously, not a lot of them are former quarterbacks themselves. And I'm uh, just another or... fish in the sea. Well, if you can add something I, that makes you different, that's here's what good. I will say. Here's what I will say is I'm really thankful. I got like twelve thousand subscribers, which for me was like a huge deal. So I'm really thankful for those twelve thousand. Yeah, and I didn't you're... know. People say it takes a long time to do that. We did it in a year. I feel good. That's really good. Uh, the first 10,000 are, I feel like, the hardest to get. And then once you cross that barrier, I think you're a little, you're you're in the YouTube algorithm where your stuff's going to get, I think, treated a little bit better. And once, like, somebody sees that there's already 10,000 people subscribed to your channel and it's a football thing, people are like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll join here. It's that, that first year is really hard. My big problem is I'm not consistent because oh, I'm yeah. like – trying to run you know a we business. have a company that has like yeah. you know we're in four states i feel like that's relatively a big deal and then yeah. i have four children at home which is just a psycho move mm. yeah like, yeah me I and philip one, River subscribe and... to the same birth control methods which is none <laughs> so yeah i gotta start to post consistently but draft yeah. time i honestly think is maybe my favorite because draft time it's oh. it is it's fun to watch these guys and it's, it's fun to see like where the discourse is and then turn on the film for yourself. Like I didn't think like the, the discourse on Carson strong was like, you would have thought he was handicapped. Like, yeah. like he moved. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but like he moves decently in the pocket. Like I'm not sitting here Whoa. saying like, he's going to be a playmaker outside of the pocket, but like he can protect himself. I legitimately thought it was going to be like turning on the film and watching my dad, who's a 60 year old accountant, move around. It's not like yeah. the kid can move. Yeah, they, they talk about him like he's 1999 Dan Marino. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like he's just got a target on his back. And that's so, like, I don't know. I, I think the um, what, what people do is ahead of a draft, they will study just the year before. Yep. And so he, he started playing back in 2019. I remember watching his first game and what he looked like in 2019 versus 2021 is actually very, very different. You saw a guy who's like, he's never going to be Malik Willis or Sam Howell or even Kenny Pickett, but you do see a guy who can pick up yards in open space back then. Whereas in 2021, like the, the knee is a huge red flag for some people, but you know, the, the crux of it is that he probably shouldn't have been playing, but he did because he wanted to help his team win. And so now you can see that you can spin that as dinging him because of the knee or, oh, this guy's really gritty because he went there. Even he went out there even with a knee injury and put up huge numbers. Well, yeah. And that's what's the BS, right? Is the same guy tweets out Carson Strong's knees a real red flag for me. But then yeah. two months ago, he was tweeting out this kid hates football because he won't play in the Duke Mayo <laughs> Jenkins elite bowl, right? Like the trash yeah. bowl. They won't play <laughs> in it. So that kid doesn't like football. I think that's an actual bowl. But then Carson Strong goes out and rushes back from knee surgery. And he's like, red flag. This kid shouldn't have been playing. It's just like, okay. Like you can't win. It's yeah. Just, yeah. You can't win. And, I think, and <laughs> yeah. I think you give the kid credit. He rushed back for his team. 
And then you got to, like, obviously your medical staff will get a look at him at the combine, but they sign off on him, take him. Who cares, right? Like, you don't know in the NFL. If he's healthy enough to go draft him, because, like, RG3 was super freaking healthy, but then a terrible thing happened to him in the playoffs. Like, you don't know what's going to happen to a guy in his career. Mm-hmm. And, like, to say that because this kid had a knee surgery. Like, I saw some, someone tweeted me and was like, what do you think of the potential degenerative status of his knee? And then I looked up Carson Strong, degenerative knee, and it's like, there's no, like, real thing to it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, like knee there's will no age. saying that. You're just like Five times going off of another Twitter rumor. I just yeah. wanted to fire back and be like, well, what do you think about <laughs> investing in my new Dogecoin? Because like you're just a clown. Like, just <laughs> let your medical people get involved. And then if he's good enough to draft, like if he's healthy enough, to me, he's the best kid I've watched so far. I've only watched two. But I think he's I think he's comparable to last year's kids. I really do. And I don't think that's like trying to make this class better. I really think when you turn on his tape, like, dude, some of those cover two hole shots and those red zone throws, last year there weren't guys that were making that. Like Zach Wilson, you took him because of his playmaking ability. But Zach wasn't hitting his back foot and driving a glance route in the red zone. So the Jets can, you know, take him at two and everyone's like, oh, great class. But this kid makes it and they go, kid's not mobile. Like, what? Yeah, I think, like, and my QB evaluation skills are as basic as they can be. But when I watched him play, he played behind a bad offensive line. And I think that's one of the best things that can prepare you for the NFL at the college level is learning to mitigate pressure. Because once you get to the NFL, like if you're a a top flight QB playing in the SEC, you have an elite offensive line, your receivers are open every single play. It's considerably easier to play at that high level there. Sure, he didn't play against the same competition, but if your offensive line is kind of shitty and the competition is putting pressure on you almost every game. I think, and I wills like, I think Will and I talked about, I was like, is this offensive line always this bad or is C was it CSU? Yeah. Is that who they're playing? Yeah. Like, they it, a, it was the last game CSU. Yeah. I was like, do they have the greatest like pass rushers in, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the conference and Will's like, no, they're, they've got uh, offensive line problems. So I saw him handle pressure. Well, And I saw him make like every throw you want to see a quarterback make, which was hitting a deep ball in stride, uh, hitting tight window throws, and moving through the pocket and completing passes when pressure breaks down. Like I look at those things and go, I think that can translate. And that's just my like very simple uh, metric for, for looking at guys, because when you try to find like, if you don't watch a lot of college football and you try to find highlights, like 90% of quarterback highlights are throws that aren't, are not going to exist in the NFL. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. Well, I think you brought up a great point, which is he's behind a bad O line, which you love. And then like, listen, he did all the stuff you talked about. And then you also saw him like he amends, his delivery, right? So like instead of a full elongated motion, if he has to throw hot, he amends his delivery. So you can, he understands, Hey, I don't need everything on this stick router or that kind of stuff. The place that he has to grow is eye manipulation. Like he does not, he does not do a great job of like, okay, I'm going to move this safety and then throw here. He's always had the strongest arm on the playground and said, I don't really care if you move over there. Cause I'm still going to fit it in. Like there are throws he made a throw against Kansas State. I got a breakdown coming later today that there were four people around it and he just fits it in. I know exactly like, what they're talking about. Yeah, on a third and 18. Yeah. Like part of me is sitting here as a coach like, oh, God. And then he completes it and you're like, yeah, baby, just as I coached you. Like, do you, you think, know, because. Do you think that was an issue for Josh Allen coming out of college too? Not a, not a hundred percent could have been like a hundred percent. I, so here's the thing. Is it on those – is it is it an issue with Josh Allen and Carson Strong? Or have they never really been taught, hey – Right. So we all think that, like, looking off, 
like this is just like a quarterback rant that I'm going to go on for a second. But we all think that looking off means I'm going to look left and then I'll, the defense can move left and I'm going to throw back right. Like defenders aren't idiots. They're not like, hey, I have pro flat <laughs> left, but look, the guy's looking over there. Let me run over there. Like I would still be playing in the league if that was true. But <laughs> what you have to teach these young guys is like how to stress a defender. So like when you run curl flat where one of your receivers runs straight ahead, turns around, the other runs towards the sideline – the, the corner isn't going to react to your eye placement, but you can stress the nickel Sam, right? Like there's intricacies of who to move. That's where Carson Strong isn't as advanced as say a Mac Jones was last year. Mac okay. Jones knew within the structure of the defense who I could actually manipulate with my eyes based on our concept. Strong will need to develop that. Josh Allen, like you're saying, needed to develop that. There are guys that don't have that ability. With that being said, like, I'll take the dude with the bazooka who I think is understands football at a certain level because he still hits whole shots and does certain things because I think I can teach him the intricacies. Now, especially if I'm in Denver where we just went and got an offensive guy that I believe in. If you were like, hey, Tim, we're going to take Carson Strong and give him to Pat Shermer, I'd be like, <laughs> don't. Like, that doesn't make sense to me, right? Because it's got to be with the right system. Stop. (laughs) You know? But I do think it's like, with who we have now, you've got to believe that they're good coaches. And, like, listen, even the Kubiak kid who, like, I'm one of those guys who always was like, I hate it if someone had the right last name. Right? I was like, screw you. You probably suck. Like, you got to also give credit, which is like when my son grows up, having been around football his whole life, he'll probably know a little bit more than other people. So, like, yeah. you if you give credit to Kubiak for that, like, it's a good situation to be as a quarterback because it's not like his first job, right? It's always the first job. Those are the players that suffer because you're like, are you really the best coach or are you just high here because you're dead? He's not on his first job anymore, right? So, to me, it's like he's probably going to be a heck of a coach for a young quarterback, too. That's a that that's a good sense. point. Clint I think Kubiak, um, right? Is that what we're talking about? Clint, Clint, yeah, Clint with a K. Good old Clint. Double Ks. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's interesting that you mentioned that that third and eighteen throw against Kansas State because, and this is not like I, obviously I'm not going to ever teach you anything about watching film, but like from a fan perspective, being a Nevada fan for the last two years, this is it's not something you can pick up like looking at tape retrospectively, but like. You get in third and 15 because the offensive line totally blew yeah. it and he gets sacked. But there's still like this feeling that, oh, he's he's probably going to drop back, hang in there to the last second and throw a, a dime on a seam route to Cole Turner that fits through a window that's like this size. Yeah. And you feel that that gives you so much like comfort as a fan yeah. that I had as a Nevada fan for the last three years and had zero of as a Denver Broncos fan yeah. during that same yeah. time. I, I yeah. mean, I 100% agree with you. Also, part of it's like the difference between college and the NFL is like the Kansas State Mike linebacker played outside versus like an NFL guy would be like, yeah. I know where you're going. Sure. <laughs> with that being said, like Josh Allen still does silly stuff like that. So it's not like that's out of the equation, right? The difference between him and Allen would obviously be mobility and creation. But like, even if I said, hey, who you get is Josh Allen in the pocket. You'll take like, it. I'd take oh. it. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. to me, it's like, it, it, it's just yeah. like there's this disconnect now because we're seeing a better athlete at quarterback just in general. Yeah. Right? So there's this disconnect now to where now we don't really want the Mac Jones, Carson Strongs of the world, but there's still a role for him in the NFL. And I yeah. think we all know His you still Matthew have to Stafford win from and he the just pocket. won a Super Bowl. Yeah, pretty good. He's a pretty good player. I mean, yeah. I feel terrible for that reporter. Oh, I mean, oh that's yeah. amazing. And she that like broke her insane. She fractured broke her spine. spine. Yeah, she feels like I gotta be, be honest though. Like I'm not doubting that she broke her spine, but like if I fractured my spine, <laughs> the last thing I'm doing is tweeting. Like it's just a different generation. Yeah, it's. I always think about that when people are posting about their like hospital visits while they're there. Yeah. Like the that people that like, had 
the people that had COVID, and I don't want to laugh because I'm going to, but the people that had COVID real bad and are like selfieing with a ventilator, I'm like, couldn't <laughs> you be like talking to the doctor? <laughs> it's crazy. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Um, and I think like to her credit, this video became viral of her yeah. falling into mm-hmm. infinity. Like it's like where, where the hell did she, she go? go? Was she, she on a like, stage? Yeah, she fell off the stage. Just stepped back off of it. God, like, man, that could be bad. And then today we're finding out, yeah, it was. It's pretty bad. And but it's getting passed around because of Stafford's reaction. He's just like, yeah. He, he just turns bailed. around and just walks away. It's like, oh shit. It's people like are trashing people quote. are trashing him, but I, I can tell you, we take a company golf trip every year, and the amount of times that I've seen someone go down, and when I'm drunk, I'm like, I'm not going down too, and walk away from them happens a lot. Now they don't fall off a stage, right? They fall into a sand bunker or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like I get what he was thinking, which is he yeah. like well, just house the Don Julio. He's Let's like, be honest, I don't want not, to go off the stage. Yeah, it's it's not Matthew Stafford's responsibility to uh, attend to a injured reporter uh, medically. No, <laughs> There's, I, I, I feel think terrible for her. And I'm happy that she's okay, right? Like, I guess the benefit of her tweeting is you know that, like, she's hurt, but she's, like, okay, you know? It's, yeah, you I guess think so. okay is I think there, there must be – there has to be, like, a, a – quite the large spectrum in terms of fracturing your spine. It yeah. feels like you could fracture your spine and you could very easily die. And then you could oh, probably man, fracture it in the right car? place. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, you know, it's, you know, pretty treatable. Um, yeah. But no, I, mean, I think hopefully after- she's in the, <laughs> hopefully she's still walking around. Like maybe yeah. it's just like a couple of vertebrae or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how a spine works. To be honest, I just know it's really long. And so, like me either. But I feel terrible for her. But that video, it was funny though. The video was funny at first, and then it kind of turned to that thing where it's like you're a jerk if you're laughing. But I this morning I was still like, (laughs) I was still like, yeah. What did you you tweeted something about it, Brandon? And it was like. Someone was like Inferno or something. I was was like, oh yeah, I was like Matthew Stafford just saw somebody being dragged to the depths of hell yeah <laughs> um oh, if you yes. don't want to go to the depths of hell why don't you check out DraftKings sportsbook oh what a smooth transition smooth legal to, transition. damn it no yeah. that's the wrong button DraftKings, DraftKings. where is my there it is <laughs> i did it hoops fans the latest offer from DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba is too good to pass up. Is it as good as a Nikola Jokic pass? Mm, I don't know. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. Okay, that's pretty good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on the NBA with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. That is DNVR. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $100, $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code DNBR DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. All right. Now I got to get my background back up. Okay. I love DraftKings. I think DraftKings is great. My problem with gambling is I always go like – Big parlay. Yeah. Because I don't want to yeah. win the bet and then feel like happy the next day. I want to win the bet and retire. You yeah. Know? Well, that's that's fair. I mean, I but, bet on Evan McPherson to be Super Bowl MVP. So I, I take that. swings were too. You the, were you the big bet? No. Someone bet like no, a thousand no, on that. No, 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 no. No. I put 50, $50 on Evan McPherson. That would have paid like sixty five hundred though. So love that. And I I thought there was a chance, you know, if he kicks a game tying field goal and then nails the game winner, maybe. But that's you the past. Know. We're talking about the future. 
Okay. Super Bowl feels Broncos like 10 are, years ago. are picking at spot nine. All right. And let's just say Carson Strong's off the board. Some savvy teams like, you know what? I'm going to take him early. We think he's the best quarterback. Malik Willis is sitting there for the Broncos. What do you like about him as a quarterback prospect? Well, I would take him at nine. So I can tell you that right oh, okay. now. But like, but let's, let's say, say he was you have to. Oh, if I have to take him, I mean, if I, I mean, the, the or you have, you have to take easy. a quarterback at nine in Carson. Yeah. Strong's if I have gone. to take Malik Willis, if I, if I have to take Malik Willis, the things to like are easy, right? He extends the play. So mm-hmm. that alone is, is worth a ton, especially when you talk about, Hey, now I don't have to sure up my line or I can spend money elsewhere. Like he's going to make you better there. Your red zone package is going to be better because his ability to run the football with power, like this is going to sound bad as a comp now, but coming out of college, he reminds me of Carson Wentz. He has a really Mm. strong arm. He's a powerful runner. Like Carson Wentz also broke big runs, but like he's not, Malik is not going to be a big run breaker in the NFL. Unscramble, yeah, but you're not going to give him the rock and let him run like Lamar. But like, he, like, you know how Josh Allen, when it's like third and short and they just like give it to him and it, Malik will be able to do that. So that's where I see like his game going. I just wouldn't take him because I think his accuracy struggles are bigger than people are talking about. Okay. Like, I think he misses some routes by a wide margin and I don't necessarily like think that the, the, the adjustments that you would make from a quarterback coach perspective are like quick fix. Like some guys, you're like, okay, his base was in the line. Like, hey, it was a messy pocket. Base was in the line. Easy to coach. Some of the stuff that like you see with him where it's like it's a clean pocket and he's not aligning things makes you think he's just gotten lazy and just, hey, all I'm going to do is disassociate my upper body and throw wherever I want. So that's why I wouldn't take him. But like okay, the teams that are going to re- – I don't want to say reach, but the teams that are going to take him are going to fall in love with everything he can be. I just gotcha. personally – I'm not like I, – I think, yeah, I would just draft Carson Strong. Because I think Strong will be there at n- – I mean, I don't know will. anything he, about he draft stuff, but I think he'll be there at nine. He's if the be. Broncos – yeah, I hope they will just – I don't know. Maybe like maybe that. some people turn on the, the film too, like Tam and are maybe just like NFL blown away. Do their because who watches, who watches Nevada at 7 p.m. Pacific time? too like that's i just want to know a like, huge who, part of it i want to know the people that are like i don't know how you could watch fresno state and kansas state those two games of strong like really fresno state i don't know how you could watch fresno yeah. state and that last drive and be like say. this kid's a backup like i don't that's, and then crazy. if you did i want to know what you were thinking when you watched clemson versus wake forest and watch trevor lawrence just like drill a safety in the chest because he didn't realize he rotated <laughs> down. Like, what were you saying then? Were you, like, look at that transcendent throw. Hell of a spiral. Hit the wrong guy in the chest, but hell of a spiral. Like, who are right. these people? So I don't get it. The Fresno State game was just like the last drive. That- you just watched the Fresno State last drive to tie mm-hmm. the game. You saw him get out of the pocket, deliver a dime. You saw him take risks on the – the cover two hole shot and complete balls that you shouldn't be able to fit three things in and then throw a clutch touchdown like that alone should be like, okay, maybe this kid can do it. That, yeah, that's, that's like the most, it's the most Carson strong game of the entire catalog there because the, the disparity in talent between the two teams is like very evident. It's playing on the road too. Uh, Like happened so many times that season, the run game just didn't work. So they Mm -hmm. abandoned it very early on. And he still completes 49 out of 61. Leads him down the field in what, like uh, under a minute? I don't know how yeah. long it was. But, and then it was freakish. It was almost freakish. ties the game. The two point conversion uh, was like, you know, this close yeah. to landing in bounds. That kid made a hell of a catch, too. They have a good receiver. Is he coming out this year? Yeah. So it's, uh, I think the wide receiver you're talking about is Romeo Dubs, and he's going to yeah. be a top 100 pick. And then they have, Cole Turner, who's a tight end, who'll probably, I don't know, probably like fourth or fifth round pick. But honestly, like people will talk about dubs more and he'll get drafted first. But whoever drafts Carson Strong should probably think about taking Cole Turner because they're 
their level of chemistry is like totally off the charts. You'll see it, I think, more uh, kind of going through them. But they have this thing in the red zone where they just like kind of look at each other and they know like, all right, I'm throwing the back shoulder and it works nine times out of ten. Love Can he that. block? Uh, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> so just, I don't think they asked him on, to block. Move, move on from Noah Fant and, and bring him in. He's kind of a yeah. You know, he's a he's a freak. Not, I have no idea if he can block. You don't like Noah Fant? What's wrong with <laughs> no, you? I like Noah. He has Fant. a top golf saying, event for the children. He just can't Brandon, block. Come on, man. He can't block. <laughs> I don't know. Not a great block. Titans no block. I don't know. Travis Kelsey can't block either. We don't need a blocking tight end. We need a Cooper Cup. Give me George Kittle, who does it all. Give me Gronk, who does it all. I like Gronk. Okay. Did you watch uh, Drew Locke film when he was in college before he was drafted? Uh, I did not. I did not watch okay. Drew Locke film. But I've watched – I mean, I watched a ton of yeah. Drew Locke in The Professionals. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So I was going to ask I you, mean, like – I shouldn't I say I like – I just didn't watch a – I didn't do, like, a thorough study. I mean, I've seen him play in college. Right. I and I don't think him if, and Carson Strong are similar at all. Okay. Uh, I think I, you could say their arm ability is similar, but I think you, like Drew Locke, there were some real issues, like footwork-wise, that Strong doesn't have. And not like footwork, like the way like guys on ESPN talk about it, like tying your feet to your progression is a big thing for me. Drew never did that. It was kind of just like drop back and like try to read it out as I go and try to hitch as if it's number one. And mm -hmm. strong, you can see him work progressions, which like to me is like already better than than Drew. And I think the truth of with Drew is like, listen, man, I I, I was banging the bandwagon of giving him a shot this year, but at right. some point it's like you, the kid's been like at some point like you just don't want to deal with the mental anymore of like. Oh God, this is like, I don't, I don't know a good way of saying this without sounding like bad, but like, listen, he's been jerked around by so many different coaches that like, yeah. if I was hacking, I just wouldn't want to deal with it. Cause yeah. like, I don't know where he's at confidence wise and all that stuff. And like, it's not Drew Locke's fault, but like, I no. do think Vic and Shermer, like the whole Teddy Bridgewater thing and like, Hey, this guy gives us the best ability to win. And then when you put Drew in the game, it's like, whether you liked what he did or not, like it's hard to say like Teddy Bridgewater was going to lead us through the gauntlet of the AFC. Yeah. So <laughs> no, I get what like, you're saying. Yeah. It just, anyways, I just would move on from Drew and it has nothing to do with the kid. I think he could go and be talented elsewhere, but like, I think Denver specifically, I mean, if they roll him out again, like I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to get on Twitter until the end of the season. Like it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, no, I think it's uh, time to move on point. for sure. Uh, so you're yeah. saying you, just based on a prospect, there's you think Carson or Carson Strong is probably more ready to actually play? Yeah, yeah. I think Drew Locke was a talented kid. I think he was like a talented kid, but I think Carson's film, I think, is more refined than where Drew was. I think Drew was basically. Like you could say they both had that arm ability that you love, right. but like Strong's ability to like work the progression and do different stuff. I think, you know, Drew's probably more mogul than him, but again, I, I think the mobility at times, I think Carson probably understands football at a little higher level because he's not mobile. So yeah. you have to start to learn. Yeah. Cause you got to protect yourself. You or know, save so Tom that's, Brady. What made Tom Brady and I so think good. like that's a whole nother narrative I tweeted about today. I said, listen, you know, Carson Strong tends to eat the ball and take a sack if the pocket's messy and downfield is blurry, right? Like, hey, they won. Yeah. Guys are covered. Now, Carson Strong, right now, people say, oh, well, it's because he's not mobile. But like, I remember a guy who was pretty successful in Denver for us who would fall over if someone was running at him. And we all said, oh, yeah. oh smart move, way to protect yourself. So it's like, it's which way? Is it? And then someone responded <laughs> to me and was like, hey, you know, hey, one of them's going to get the benefit of the doubt. Peyton's pretty good. And it's like, okay, so at one point, what point do you earn the benefit of the doubt to protect yourself? Like, <laughs> explain that to me. It's just like, point. I just like, to me, it's like, yeah, he's not going to get himself out of trouble, but I also haven't seen him like stepping up knowing he can't get out of the situation and then just 
throwing it to somebody, which is like, yeah. that's a good thing. A sack is usually better than an interception. Unless usually. It's, unless it's like a, an arm, arm punt. punt. An arm punt is pretty good. Fourth yeah, and one, like, and you throw a 50-yard interception. I like yeah. that. Stafford yeah, kind of threw one in the play a quarterback has. Yeah. Yes. What it's do you think? Um, what do you think about the transition from the air raid offense into an NFL offense? Uh yeah. I mean, listen, they run a ton of mesh. They run mesh every way that you could run mesh. And it's like sometimes you turn on the Nevada stuff and you go, What what is this? Like you you legitimately <laughs> think someone was just like, you go here, you run over here. Mm-hmm. That's not but like, <laughs> not usually, but yeah, I, you know, I think it's going to be a hard transition. I think the way that Nevada did the air raid in terms of, you can tell they're a little bit more progression based, like, Hey, here to here to here is going to expedite that. And then again, it's why you bring in an offensive guy, like part of why you make what a $6 million as a coach with an offensive mind is like, Hey man, we're going to expedite this journey for you by simplifying some of these progressions as you get the hang of it. So I think it's definitely something that like, isn't, it's not nothing, right? It's not like, Hey, he's coming from a very pro style thing from a progression standpoint and is going to pick up what Pat Shermer was doing last year. But I do think Hackett naturally is going to be a little bit more flexible because of 12, like, Aaron isn't a perfect progression every time guy. Like Rogers is one of those guys where he's like, hey, man, on paper, like you hear him talk about it on the McAfee show all the time. Paper football says one, two, three, but I'm going to go ahead and eliminate that, work my backside one-on-one. Like Hackett's going to be more flexible because of who he was just working with, which is going to play to a rookie's advantage in terms of learning the game and growing and like not getting killed because you didn't perfectly follow paper football. Mm. I think I, like uh, I think we've concluded for the second time after doing a deep dive on Carson Strong that <laughs> if it is not Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, Strong is probably the best answer for Denver. Again, Tim, before we let you go, tell people where they can watch your videos. I know Twitter and YouTube. Yeah, so like YouTube, I do long breakdowns, so that's all things QB. But if you just want to follow me on Twitter, it's at T Jenkins Elite. You can just like I do little quick, you know, minute breakdowns, which some people like more because they're like, yeah. "Hey, man, I don't have thirty minutes to listen to your nonsense." So, whichever I like whatever Twitter you vote. I like the quick ones. Um, if it's if it's a minute or less, you should start posting those uh, to YouTube Stories as well. Mm. the youtube stories they keep telling us to I use just, them i don't even utilize them are they but, are they shorts or are they stories no shorts yeah sorry shorts. yeah the same fucking shorts. Thing. shorts i get so shorts. confused on every platform yeah there's just too much <laughs> my wife was telling me that i need to do reels have you heard of these instagram reels it's like gosh yeah there's too many things to upload to but I appreciate you jumping on with us, Tim. Uh, we're going to let you, you out of here. Best. So, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, yeah thanks man. for coming on. It's always informative. Uh, I trust your opinion. And if you're wrong, I will come after you. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Well, All man. interaction is good interaction. That's, That's right. It. Take it easy, man. <laughs> See you, fellas. Thanks, Tim. Okay, Will. Uh, another point <clears throat> for your boy, Carson Strong. I was not um, intending to make this like a totally uh, Carson Strong podcast. I think people um, will be like, wow, another podcast on like the consensus fifth ranked quarterback in this class. Um, Way to (laughs) waste our time. Um, I will point out that both of these were your idea. Um, But I also did plant the seed in your mind um, for about six months in a row. So, yeah. No, the no, the first one, the first pod was your idea because you uh, was it? No, I think the the idea was yours. The execution was mine to get Chris Murray to okay, um, fair enough. Talk about it, and then, well, this is really we have Tim to blame because he made the video, and then we saw it, and it was like, okay, we should get someone yeah. who knows what they're talking about. 
Um, well, he may but he, he talk about all the quarterbacks. Yeah, he's gonna go through them all. Maybe like he, once he gets to through a couple more, we'll bring him back. Yeah, um, he's a good guy to he, talk to. Like he talked, I thought he talked positively about both quarterbacks based on what I saw on Twitter. So I thought he was going to be higher on Malik Willis than uh, he is. So I thought there was going to be more of like a little bit of a debate in his mind who would be a better quarterback for the Broncos to take at nine or, you know, however it shakes out. But so his very strong opinion of Carson Strong was uh, a surprise to me. So yeah, we weren't, uh, we didn't bring him yeah. on just because we knew he was a Carson Strong guy. I point. mean, I think the the best thing you can say about Tim Jenkins uh, as as an evaluator is you can tell like his evaluations are clearly his own, right? And I think mm-hmm. he t- he probably takes a lot of pride in that too, and that yeah, he just clearly like does not care what uh, anybody has said about the the general Twitter or ESPN or NFL Network consensus on the rankings. Correct. And just he just because he probably doesn't have time to just like no he's running a business like, yeah with four kids and family and whatever so he probably just flips on the tape and he's like I like this guy I like this guy I like this guy and yep. if that doesn't match up with how everybody else thinks that's fine now I don't want to put words in his mouth but I'm assuming he's going in and looking at quarterback tape to get away from his family almost definitely yeah 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 i'd imagine sometimes he tells his family that he's gonna go look at quarterbacks and he's not looking at quarterbacks at all (laughs) (laughs) he's just staring at a blank wall like i do sometimes for a few minutes of peace and quiet all right before we get out of here i said we would update the final pick'em league power rankings the top two finishers eric thompson and Nicholas, Uez, 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 go Chargers, go and Eric T. Eric, I already talked to you on Patreon, but Eric, uh, high T. Eric, yeah, very high T. A record of thirty-six and twenty-four in the postseason. So congratulations, uh, Nicholas. Eric, again, if you want some coffee or some merch, or some shit that I can get you for playing along with us, just send me a message on Patreon. Let's see. Steve, look at Steve got that tie finished in second. But Steven Kevin? Steve's a baller, man. Damn, sneaky, guys. Sneaky. I'll be uh, – I got to talk to Will, but we'll try to do the Patreon Zoom meeting next week, I think. Yeah. Assuming Will's free. We'll probably see Steve and Kevin there. Any Anybody else who hasn't done the Patreon Zoom meeting, please come, come hang on. out. Do it. Do it. Uh, what bring do you a have drink. Anything chat anything with better us. to do? Yeah. It's but, always a good time. It's never not been fun. Yeah. I love it. I look I forward to it more and more the longer we do it. Uh, okay. So, I mean, there is some Broncos news. They officially hired a uh, defensive Giro coordinator. Ajiro Evero. Um, yeah. So their their staff Fun is coming into place. You know, like, I wish I knew Von Miller. And so I could just message him and be like, hey, what are your thoughts on uh, Ajiro coming over here? Since he got, you know, mm-hmm. half a season with him, the Rams. Like to see his opinion. But we'll try and talk a little bit more about maybe some more Broncos stuff next week. Wanted to dive into these quarterbacks. Big win for Carson Strong. Uh, sorry, Malik, but... Broncos are taking Carson Strong at nine if they don't get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson and every day. Who should we? Um, I think we should talk about Kenny Pickett next because uh, NFL Network mocked Kenny Pickett to the Broncos at number nine. Yeah, we'll do a Kenny Pickett video for sure. Let's ki- let's kick it and pick it with Kenny Pickett. <laughs> can you kick it? No, but I can pick it. Yeah, yes you can. Can you pick it? Yeah, yeah you can. There's a there's, that, that's a song. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow Will on Twitter at Guillermo Yaves. Good night. And John Elway plays entire career without an ACL. Damn right he did. Oh, yeah, Will and I are working on a Mike Shanahan's Moneyball oh, 90s yeah. Broncos video. This is a special video. This is not your average video. No. We, put, we actually put an ounce of effort into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon especially with the editing. Um <laughs> Yeah, I started today, and I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to have this done by Sunday. (laughs) Um, 
I really just hope it's worth it. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, please, we'll see. Please we'll watch see. this video. Please, it's watch. good. If you're a Broncos fan, you're gonna dig it. So, or if I'll you like, ba if you like the the story of Moneyball too. Yeah, we're gonna find so, out how relatable it is. Yeah, maybe and, it's a stretch. I don't know. Yeah. Good, good and luck. hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NBA is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good, you know, Nicola type stuff. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on the NBA with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Even while you're eating. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, that is D-N-V-R, and bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.